Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Delaney. So what? Yeah, you you tell him, Sam. Yeah. Okay, hell. Um, where do we begin? This is meant to be a, a delve, a, a mailbag delve episode, but we might get distracted by other things. Before we do get into the mailbag delve, I've mm. got a riddle oh. that came in by email, which I've been looking at, and it's done me head in. Oh. And it's 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 three, two, one quality. Is it level? It is. Come I think so. Anyway. It, Unless it's totally obvious that it's just flown over my head. Um, it's from Harry Nixon, and he says, uh, I'm emailing this, it's the best thing I've done all week. And I'm sure it is. Here we go. A scouse riddle from me to you. Oh. A name related to Grant starts the clue, mm. followed by a post-pub snack. You don't, don't you see? It only works if you take away the key. Fucking so hell. we've got a Scouse riddle, so I don't know whether it's a Scouse footballer. Mm. Uh, a name related to Grant. Barry. Barry Grant. Because we've talked about Barry, Barry Grant before on the... Or Bobby Grant. Uh, we, we've talked about Barry Grant before have, on the podcast, have. so that, that so to could me... Be Barry. Mm. Followed by a post-pub snack, don't you see? And I could post be a pizza. Pub. Oh, ke- kebab. Yeah. Barry Bab. No. Barry Kebab. Phil Bab? Phil Bab. But then <gasps> what would Grant yeah. be? Phil Grant. What's Phil Grant? Someone related to Grant. Someone related to Grant. Oh, yeah, Grant and Phil Mitchell. It's Phil yes, Bab. Yes, we've done yes! it. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Post-pub snack. Don't you see? It only works if you take away the key. Take key, away the key. Key Bab. Key Bab. Phil Bab. Get in. Fuck you, Harry Nixon. Thank you. Oh, great. <laughs> see, that is teamwork, that. So Good if, if they there. bring back 3 2 1, we've got to go on as a couple. We have. Well, we've been oh, urged to go on we've been urged to go on the wall, haven't we? Who who do you think it would present 3 2 1 now that Ted Rogers is dead Rogers? Mm, Bradley Walsh. Right. He's a bit, he gets all them gigs. He's a bit cockney, isn't he? Yeah. So he's like, right, lads, uh, we've got a lovely couple here. They are Andy and Sam. I don't know. Well, we keep our own names even after we're married. Andy and Sam. They're, they're a lovely couple. I'm not going to question their sexuality they or live, their relationship status because it's none of our business. They live in Nottingham because that's where we'd live together because as we've discovered before, it's equidistant between our two homes. Right. That's where the magic happens as well. They're from it? Nottingham. <laughs> Tell us about yourselves. Uh, well, we've been married for a few years. Um, we uh, we were courting. We courted for a long time. We courted for about, well, what was it now? Oh, yeah, it was about 10 years or something. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I thought though. he was never going to ask me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was it again, love? 
about ten years. Oh, he never got round to it. <laughs> he did in the end, though, didn't you? He, he kept saying, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. And uh, have you adopted? Do you have any children? Adopted, <laughs> obviously. Well, we're hoping to adopt, Dave, eh? but it's quite hard because of our age. <laughs> I think he's shooting blanks, but we've got two cats. <laughs> Bradley Walsh has to go, yeah, lads, uh, it's not actually to do with whether or not he's shooting blanks. <laughs> yeah, problem is, he had a vasectomy when he was still with his woman wife, didn't he? Woman <laughs> wife. <laughs> well, lads, that shouldn't make any difference. Well, how's he supposed to get me pregnant if his tubes have all been tied up? <laughs> anyway, anyway, get on with the riddle. <laughs> Get over the riddle, I want to win an holiday. I up with Sri Lanka. <laughs> I've always wanted to go there. Oh, that that um, felt good, so yeah. though. That felt really good. Yeah, strong start. Mm. Um, how, how, how have you been over the last 24 hours, Sam? Well, uh, Pharmacist Gate continues apace. Um, mm-hmm. But it's hard to know where they think it's going to end, because... The problem is when there is a public outrage, or in this case, a mm. pharmaceutical outrage, there's usually an end game. And the end game is usually to have someone fired. Strung or up. Fired, or <laughs> at least sort of is- yeah. issue like a public statement. But there's two yeah. problems there. One is I'm self-employed, so I cannot be fired. Unless yeah. you fire me from this podcast, which I suppose is possible. I, I guarantee you I will not fire you right. from this podcast on this occasion. Right. So <laughs> so that is that. And also, mm-hmm. imagine if I issued a statement. Where am I supposed mm-hmm. to do it? On the steps of my house? You do you know what I mean? on a wire, don't you? Is it, is it going on a wire? What, on a PA or Reuters PA, or something? something like that. Press Association, yeah. What do you think the Have you person... Have a, a website? You need a website to issue it on that. What do you think the person at Reuters is going to say when they get a call? <laughs> <laughs> hello, Reuters. Hello, news desk. You know how grumpy journalists are anyway? Yeah, hello, news desk. Hello, it's the lady, yeah? Britain's best journalist. Uh, right. What, what do you want? What do you want? I've got a, I've got a press release for you. I've issued a statement. You'll have heard about about the comments I made, the inopportune comments I made about the pharmaceutical business. No, I don't. Know, I don't know what you're talking about, mate. What are you talking about? It's everywhere. There's been two thousand three hundred complaints to Ofcom about it. <laughs> it's very important. I issue a statement on the matter. Take this down, <laughs> mate. We haven't let's got just, time for this. Let's just let's just pause that there and, and go back because a lot of the listeners won't be aware that yes there's been 2,300 mm. complaints to Ofcom about this Yeah, I guess <laughs> entirely from the pharmaceutical community who yeah. have just really backed up what you've said by demonstrating they've got fuck all else to do than complain <laughs> to Ofcom um, I, I, I mean I, I think it's something like the second most um, <laughs> complained about TV thing of the last 10 years I think I read that somewhere. That's what they're claiming. I mean, I can't believe that's true. People have been racist on TV and stuff. Well, that, that people aren't asking about that because people are generally racist, I think. So, um, oh, you, know, you can you, criticize you the racism. ethnic minorities, but if you criticize a pharmacist, you cross the pharmacists, fucking hell. Um, it reminds me a lot, right, of that time when Russell, uh, 
what's he called Russell Brand yeah did that thing about Andrew Sachs's granddaughter yeah, yeah. on the radio with John. but that was Ross. much worse it was it was but it's a similar thing because the, that only got two complaints from people who had actually heard it at the time yeah and the thousands and thousands of complaints that rolled in came after it was publicised yeah back then it was in the Daily Mail yeah um, and this again if you're telling me 2,300 people were sat watching that thing on Friday morning and then complained about it mm. fuck off no <laughs> yeah. you fucking didn't you've yeah. seen it on fucking Twitter you've decided you're going to get fucking mock outraged about it because you're fucking bored mm. and you've gone on to fucking Ofcom you fucking clueless cunts <laughs> and complained about this 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 aside this this tongue in cheek fucking one liner that mm. was delivered on this morning and you've got your fucking knickers in a twist and gone to the actual lengths of complaining at Ofcom. Like you said, what the fuck do you think's going to happen? I know, I know, I know. What, it's it, like it's, the worst thing that could happen, the very, very worst thing that could happen is that um, this morning decide not to have me back on this morning. This is a show after, after, you, after is, your nine year ban. This is a show that I have been on once in ten years. <laughs> Trust me, I'm not factoring in that two hundred and fifty pounds into my monthly fucking cash flow forecast. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like the yeah. very first thing is is that I don't have to get up on a Friday, right, and yeah. and rush getting the kids fucking breakfast ready so I can fucking go to White City, sit and sit there for like two hours waiting to go yeah. on for my five minute paper review you could tell the wife bad news love it looks like the this morning money's dried up yeah have to make a few cuts it's gonna have to, <laughs> to the budget i'm gonna have to go back to the streets and i <laughs> it's like rocky five when he loses it all street street punditry put the act down street punditry <laughs> street punditry is really funny we should do a sketch about that where i'm stood on a street corner just with a hat just talking about whatever's picking up old newspaper scraps and expressing yeah. opinions yeah we'll do that unbelievable but the angles that people come at you from on twitter are amazing because obviously i've not responded because that, like I said yesterday, there's, there is literally nothing to be gained no. for anyone, not just for me, no. but for them too. They will not, they demand satisfaction. Well, I put it to them, you will never get satisfaction no matter what happens. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because as I keep telling you, as I keep saying to you, the beauty of this podcast that we do is we haven't got a boss. Yeah. You're shouting, no tell us to you're stop. like a madman shouting at the moon. Although in, the, yeah. in this case, the moon is me, Sam Delaney, <laughs> which is an analogy, as you can imagine, I really like. <laughs> because you've always you've always longed to control the tides, haven't you? I really have, and women's menstrual cycles, which apparently well, I didn't want to say that the moon does. I wasn't going to say that. But, um, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, Sam, yeah. Sam, let's 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 get let's sit down a couple of times a month and do a podcast about Premier League seasons. We're not getting control women's menstrual cycles as a result of it. I can't guarantee that, Sam, but we'll try. But I mean, the thing is. Like, they can't be satisfied because, I mean, someone, I've done, a, what I did was I've just muted, like, everyone. So, for all I yeah. know, they're still abusing me, but I can't see it. But mm-hmm. now it's gone from, every time I look at Twitter, it's not 100 messages of abuse, it's like four or five. 
so it, yeah, it slowly it, like ta- the, slowly it, tapers it, it off. It dies out. Yeah, no. Well, but what I mean is, is because I've muted oh, the, a lot yeah, as well. I right, gotcha. But it is. It's like a shooting star. It'll, it'll, it's, its glare will fade yeah, eventually. They, they need to work out. They need to get together as a community <laughs> and work out. We're spending a lot of time on this <clears> on Twitter. <throat> it's mm. a big distraction from our extremely busy pharmacist duties, right? Pharmacying, yeah. as you might say, yeah. right? And as we have spelled out to uh, Sam Delaney, like, for days now, we are fucking busy, right? And yet, they're spending all their fucking time doing this, right? What do we want to achieve? When will it end? When will we be, feel that we can draw a line mm. underneath it? I could, come out, I could come out, which would be a mad thing, and go, actually, on reflection, I really feel bad about what I said. And, uh, and I've been really educated. Like when Ron Atkinson... Who was who said something racist and probably yeah. had less complaints than me? Yeah, right? and then he made a TV show where he learnt about race, right? Yeah, he went and spent some time with black people, and then <laughs> and then a lot of his um, former black players and and just former friends and colleagues had to jump out and go, "I've known Ron for many years, and I can tell you one thing: he is not is a racist, right?" Mm-hmm. And that's going to have to be like you and other people I've worked with going, "Listen." Right, Sam might have his faults, but I have known mm. and worked with Sam Delaney for many years now, and I can tell you one thing he is not is a disrespecter of pharmacists. <laughs> uh, uh, never. Ne- he has said some awful things. I'll, I'll be honest. He has said some just sickening... He holds some sickening opinions that yeah, are really... Yeah. I mean, I'm a broad-minded person, but some of his opinions and point of views are deeply ignorant and offensive. But I've, I have I've never got, once I've heard got, him say anything it, bad I've about pharmacists. Stuff. I've got some stuff that I've edited out of this podcast <laughs> out of duty, which I could bring him down overnight if I compiled and put out on the internet. He's finished. But, but for, I will do but, that. But I, he has never, ever... I've never... In my presence, at least, he has never said anything about pharmacists until now. And that was what was so surprising to us. We didn't see it coming. We did not see it coming. And I think Uh, everyone will remember where they were now. It'll be like the assassination of JFK, won't it? Which, by the way, which, by the way, ironically, received less complaints to America's... T- yeah. TV uh, authority than my comments about <laughs> pharmacists. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, the people who are really suffering in all this are the public because they are uh, the already lengthy waiting times to receive your tablets have been extended because all the pharmacists are at the back on their computers complaining to fucking Ofcom when they should be counting the tablets. Mm. So yeah. I don't know. Seriously, like no. say, there's there's no winners. There's no, no winners. winners There's no winners because they're wasting time. They're wasting the public's <clears throat> time. They're wasting my time. And really, we all just need to crack on with life because, yeah. you, you, you know, I said a joke. You didn't get the joke. You're outraged mm. by it and, and offended by it. Mm. And really, ultimately, you just, it, like all things in life, you've got to ask yourself one question. What can I do about this? How can I control yeah. this? Do you know what I mean? Not control, yeah. but... What can I do? Because you, you can't control what other people do. So, you, no, and, and just... actually, the only option for any of us, myself and the pharmacists and the wider public, um, you know, is to like, I don't know. I don't look. One thing I want, I want to say now is, I do not want the prime minister being dragged into this. He's got enough no. on his plate with Brexit 
and mm. Megxit and all of the other shit that all he's got exits. to deal with, right? Yeah. And the last thing he <clears throat> needs is to be like like when Gordon Brown was forced to make a statement on Shelper Popperdom Gate. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. He really yeah. did. Gordon Brown of all people. He did. David Cameron, Boris Johnson, Tony Blair. Yeah. I could see all of them and it wouldn't surprise me. But poor old Gordon Brown, the well the, the country's most serious person. Do you know what I mean? He was a serious yeah. professional person. He took politics deeply seriously, right? He mm. was not a man of frivolity. He was the very embodiment of a dour Scot. And he was asked to make a statement on Shilpa Shetty's, mm-hmm. where, on, when Jane Goody called her Shilpa Poppadom. <clears throat> Prime Minister, what are your thoughts on Shilpa Poppadom Gate? <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I think that was when we realised that the Labour the Labour administration had spiralled out of control. Yeah, yeah, it was over then. We had to do that. Yeah, TTFN got it all wrong. Jalapeno. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Jalapeño. Can I just also say, if we've got any listeners who are pharmacists who are offended by what Sam said, I assume that you're also offended by every other offhand um, ignorant comment that we make about mm. other groups and mm. types of people Scousers, for comedic effect. For because fuck me, that's all we do pretty much. So I know, fucking suck, I, suck it, it up. It's really funny. Like people write mad shit to a t- try and antagonise you, and um, a lot of people have been doing this one. <laughs> I've never heard of you before, and I've no idea who you are. And you're like, well, why would you have done, right? Are you trying to say, are you trying to say to me, listen, right, you haven't even, you don't even deserve the right to pass a comment about pharmacists. Yeah. Of course I fucking don't. <laughs> it was on this morning and I am just some gobshite who's been paid 250 quid to be there that no one takes a blind bit of notice to. It's a five minute item. Bang, it's over. No one gives a shit. They get on with their life. Uh, but I the, I've I had a lot of that. Space and time, yeah. And another person simply this morning, just before I came on to you, I'd sort of thought, I'll have a quick check. And someone in mm. India has just written, ignorant okay. prick. Someone's just written, ignorant prick. <laughs> From India. Yeah. Cheers, mate. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, well. Has it got, has it led to an increase in listeners at Top Flight Time Machine? Oh, that's what I want to know, because that's all I'm interested in. Well, if it I would expands be our sur- brand, the, then I'm the, fine with the it. The depth of research that people have done into me, um, and, you know, just like people dig so deep, don't they? And you sort of think, what are you doing? Where are mm. you? Like, 
how have you got the time to do this? But um, I'd be very surprised if at least a few pharmacists weren't tuning into the podcast to see, yeah. or, or maybe we can get him on something he says yeah, on that. We can mo- monitor what his reaction is to it. Yeah. Well, good luck. And yeah, pharmacist, as they say, pharmacist, heal thyself. Check your fucking yeah. blood pressure. Take your pulse. And uh, if you've got anything <laughs> lying around in the old chemist... Some beta blockers or something. Use your five degrees or whatever the fuck it is you're claiming you've got to do your job, right? I've been fucking inundated with lists of tedious qualifications that they have to have. And I don't doubt they do have to have. I'm sure they're all much cleverer than me. Um they uh, use that to sort of, yeah, exactly, prescribe yourself something to get the old blood pressure under control because... Mm. I think if anything good's come out of it, it's this, and it's it's answered the question once and for all, what is the most humourless profession in the world? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know what I would have guessed before, but I wouldn't have guessed pharmacist. Although I probably, although my re- remarks were flippant, ill-informed and untrue... Yeah. Um, I do think, if I'm really honest, not to dig the hole deeper, that I did, they were informed a little bit by a mild prejudice I had about chemists because now it comes out. The pharmacists that I've dealt with over the years sometimes are a bit grumpy. But look at it this way, right? We were talking about butchers the other day, weren't we? Right. Mm. And I think we both said things, (laughs) we both said things about butchers we regret. (laughs) Right. (laughs) We did. We did. But it seems but that we the said, community is oh, a lot more laid back. Do you know what I got from butchers? Mate, come and uh, come and do do a week in our butchers. It'd be great to have, have you. Come and have a go. Come yeah. and have a go. And I've also yeah. had lots of offers of that from pharmacists. But I, oh, that's nice. But uh, in fact, um, uh, I think a cunt got in touch on Patreon and, and said that, a, a pharmaceutical canter. And I didn't write back, but I felt like going... <clears throat> Why on earth would I come and do some work in a pharmacy? Now, you're all, I've been threatened and abused yeah. by thousands so of pharmacists. Why on earth would I engage with pharmacists now? I'd fear for my fucking safety, you maniacs. Just, feel, just feels like a trap, really, doesn't it? Fucking maniacs. Who also knows what well, they could do? Also, as well, you go and spend time in a pharmacy, I reckon that flouts all kinds of regulations. I know. So what are these people on? Yeah. You know? And they're trying. What they're trying to Lawless. constantly do is try and say we're just as good as GPs, <clears throat> if not better, right? And I'm like, yeah. Well, if I slagged off GPs, I'll tell you two things, right? If I slagged off GPs, which I wouldn't do, if I slagged off GPs, or I might do in jest. Number one, GPs would get it that I was joking, right? And mm-hmm. think, oh well, whatever. He's a prick. Who cares, right? Or they'd think, oh, it's quite funny, or whatever. But they wouldn't fucking get their knickers in a twist. Number two. Mm-hmm. They would not come on my Facebook and Twitter page calling me everything from an ignorant prick to a fucking cunt, right? Mm-hmm. Because that doesn't feel like the uh, response of a mature and intelligent person. And thirdly, they would not say, well, if you think that all we do is is nothing all day, why don't you come and do a work experience with me as a GP and I'll let you treat individuals? <laughs> no. Bring your own leeches. Because GPs are not insane. Yeah. Yeah. Bring your there's, own um, Yeah. Kenny Leckie on Twitter said, there's a Venn diagram with raging at Sam Delaney and raging at Prince Harry yeah. either side and with pharmacists in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, I did come to oh. see you and Bob last night in Athletic Mints, which I have to say was good because 
I'd spent a lot of yesterday alone, which is not good when you're when something like this is bothering along, you. Along with your thoughts. And uh, then I came out in the evening and saw Atletico Mints, which cheered me up no end. So, you good. know, thanks for that. It. Thanks for that. Uh, I got a disappointing amount of residual attention. Oh, but dear. I did have my Parker on on my hat. A, cu- a, cu- yeah. a couple of people came up to me and had a little right. chat and a handshake mm. and yeah that was nice that was nice okay at least it made me well, think people weren't like oh there's Sam Delaney he used to be good on Top Flight Time Machine but then he said those awful things about pharmacists shun him <laughs> shun him turn your back there might have been quite a lot of that so I go you over I mean? to a group of cunters I go Oi, oi, I'm Sam Delaney so what <laughs> pow 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 yeah you fucking do it this and that, this and that, right? Just dressed, just dressed, ha, 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 ha. And they all go, <clears throat> anyway, no. as I was saying to uh, so-and-so the other day, sorry, did you hear something? And I go, oh, can't you all hear me? I'm doing all my favourite popular catchphrases. Why is everyone t- not turning their back and not paying attention to me? Sorry, we're here to see Andy. We're all concentrating on that, but I'm just, it's it, nice to exactly see you. like that scene in um, <laughs> Trading Places where Dan Aykroyd comes into the sports club where all his mates are, ah, but he's yes. he's wearing that terrible check suit and a fur coat, and he's got yeah. a black eye. And yeah. they go, frankly, Lewis, and I think I speak for all of us here. I think it shows incredible bad taste you showing up here like this, and I go. <laughs> Oh my God! I thought you were my friends. I just need you to lend me five hundred dollars until payday. <laughs> Frankly, Louis, uh, nobody wants your drug here, Louis. It was like that. Yeah, yeah. An outcast. Yeah, I mean, there was probably hundreds of time machine fans there, but they probably thought that an assassination attempt could have been no, in the offing, and they didn't of want to get spattered. Stay yeah. with my brains, like poor old. <laughs> Jackie Kennedy, like poor yeah. old Jackie Kennedy in the in Dallas all those years ago, <laughs> and that is that's right, listeners. You're hearing correctly. That is twice I've drawn parallels between the JFK assassination <laughs> and my falling out with the pharmaceutical community, but it is only once that I have um, made a parallel between myself and the moon. So we're not doing too badly. We're only twenty. We're only twenty-four minutes in the episode. I actually had a football thing that I forgot to talk about yesterday. And What's that? It's pure football. So get Brilliant. ready. Let's have it. There is no twist. There is no punchline. <laughs> Some light relief. There is no hell. twist. There is no punchline. There is no right. irony. Alfinger Harland's son, right, Erlin mm-hmm. Harland, who. Uh, was the subject of a bit of a transfer scramble in this window. Mm -hmm. Manchester United were reported to want him um, and various other clubs. And he was playing, I think, for an Austrian team. I think Red Bull... It was Red Bull Salzburg, wasn't he? Yeah. And and he'd scored a few in the Champions League. So And he had an incredible scoring record, right? He's only young, but he had an incredible scoring record. Um... And he uh, scored quite a few in the Champions League. Uh, he's oh, he's only nineteen, mm-hmm. right? So he signs for Dortmund, which sort of shows a bit of sophistication in itself, I think. Yeah, because you've got all of these big glamour clubs. I mean, Dortmund are obviously yeah. a very big club, 
but they are. there's something sophisticated about signing for Dortmund over Manchester United. They're on that kind of just sub-level, aren't they? They're top level, but that sub-level sort of And like it's a fucking great tier. club. I've been, I've, been, yeah. I've been to a game there, and it's, it is everything. I know it's a cliche and a bit of a hipster cliche. It's all about oh, Germany. I mean, the games are completely different. You're allowed to stand and drink beer, and it's uh, really good. Yeah. But really, Andy, even you, with your cynical attitude... Would lo- <laughs> you would love going to Dortmund? Can I just say I was in I was in Fop uh, record shop yesterday oh, yeah. in London yeah. during me 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 time off. Yeah. Uh, I was looking at the books and it was uh, three quid each or two for a fiver, and one of them was I needed one more to get yeah to get your the two and yeah. one of them was there was something called like how German football reinvented itself oh. and it was by Raphael Honigstein oh, yeah. fella yeah 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 and I thought that might be quite interesting but I'm I'm feeling just repelled slightly by it because yeah. of that whole hipsterish yeah. attitude that you got. Do you know what I bought instead? What? Francis Rossi's autobiography. Yes! <laughs> you made the right decision, mate. And I there, think I did. in a nutshell, is the Andy Dawson design for life. In, I in, think it could be diveable it, as well. Oh, like, I yeah, I'm, I hope it is. Um, <laughs> I love Francis Rossi. He came in on the radio show a year or two ago and he was just like the nicest fucking bloke. He's been yeah. there, done it all. And people and always forget about him. He opened fucking Live Aid. When people talk about Live yeah. Aid, they go, oh, Queen Earth, Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Or they go, oh, you two were amazing. Fuck that, right? Quo opened it. Went all on, the, rocking all, all the, over the world. All the biggest bands in the world were there. Geldof could have chosen anyone. Geldof didn't choose mm-hmm. Bowie to fucking open it with Young Americans, did he? Right? No one wanted to hear that, right? No, that exactly. wasn't going to get a party started, right? <laughs> no one wanted to hear New Year's Day by U2 with fucking Bono <laughs> waving a flag about, right, in his pixie yeah. boots, right? No one wanted fucking Queen at that stage. They wanted fucking... That fucking starts. Well, here we go, and here we go, and here we exactly. go. Right, but where? And I think where's where's Quo's biopic? Right, exactly. And I think they they were so off their heads that they've got no recollection of doing it either. I know. Or so he says. Because well, he's, he's a myth maker, isn't he? He's a myth maker, Rossi. Let's wait and yeah. see. That I can't wait to hear further reports. Anyway, I can't remember how talking about Erling Haaland got us on to that. But so Dor- Dortmund's a great club. He signed for Dortmund, right? Man United and various other clubs were gutted, right? 19 mm. years old. Only 20 million, it says here, which seems very small amount considering his scoring record, right? Fuck me. It was his debut on Saturday. I don't know if you know this story, right? I but do. It was his debut. He started on the bench. He was thrown into action, right, at Augsburg when they were 3 1 down. They were away. 3 1 down, away. 56 yeah. minutes gone, right? By that stage, if I'm a fucking Dortmund fan, I'm already thinking, fuck this, I'm going for a sausage, right? Um, the cunts come on. The cunt as I'm on, right? And he scored a fucking hat-trick in the space of 20 minutes on his debut, off the bench, away from home. They've won the game 5-3. Get a, in. a star signing. If you can think of a star signing who has fucking made a bigger impact as that. I can't, not on their debut. I I do remember Wayne Rooney, actually Wayne Rooney made his debut for Manchester United in the Champions League against someone like Galatasaray, I can't remember. 
and I'm pretty right. sure he scored a hat-trick on his debut, including an incredible right. free kick. But this is actually better because he came off the bench when they were 3-1 down. Yeah, he did it down. in 20 minutes. Yeah. yeah, and in 20 minutes off the bench. It's just sensational. <clears throat> so it's just pure football. That is a pure football comment, but I don't think a footballing story has taken my breath. I put it this way. If this happened when we were doing the Melchester Odyssey, right, when we're doing our mm-hmm. Roy the Rose episode, if Roy, if Melchester Rovers signed someone and they did that, I think you and I would be incredulous. We would have thought it was ludicrous, yeah. We would have said, completely. come on now, this is stupid. The, the part of that story you just told there that piqued my interest the most was the bit where he said, fuck this, I'm going to get a sausage. Yeah. And I, I wondered if Raphael Hunnickstein's book has got a chapter about <laughs> sausages in it. Fucking hope <laughs> Fucking so. Fucking hope it has. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what our book would be about. Sausages around the world. Yeah. Um... Let's leave it there, Sam, because I need to check out of this hotel and, and wing my way down and, to Brighton. And uh, get, get your uh, dressing gown. Get out of your dressing gown. I hope you're not driving yeah, in your mention, dressing gown. We didn't I've mention that, but Andy, on. we're FaceTiming each other. And I'd seen Andy last night amidst the showbiz and glitz of the live Atletico Mints event. And, uh, you know, we were due to do this at 10 o'clock this morning. And he's come. he's appeared on his screen. Usually he's just... In a very often a band T-shirt up in his Sunderland rig, he's in a fancy in London, he's in a fancy London hotel wearing a fluffy white dressing gown. Listeners, <laughs> that's how Hollywood Dawson has gone on the road. It changes, yeah. It yeah, changes, yeah. It does right. We'll be back then tomorrow on the IFS with uh, Ripley's again. Yeah, um, and then Melchester, and we'll be back with one of these on Friday. So, uh, oh, there's a keynote. Is he going to go out as well? Isn't it? I keep forgetting to mention that because you know. They're old. That's it, really. Yeah, thanks for listening. Oh, yeah, shout out to the cunter who came up to me and introduced himself, young lad, last night, started chatting, and then just said, he didn't need to say it, he just went, I'm not IFS. And I went, you're not IFS, why would you tell me that? And he went, well, I just haven't got round to it yet. I mean, what is there on there? And I went, I'm thinking, what, am I supposed to fucking sell this to you? Are you going to get a personal (laughs) sales service, right? But I did. I went, well, you know, there's the Keen Odysseys. He went, oh, yeah, I've got both of them. What else is there? Well, there's 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 eight exclusive episodes each month. You can't... I know. For I three know. quid. It was like he'd come up to me and said, come on then. Come on then, Billy Big Bollocks. I've heard what you've got to say about <laughs> pharmacists. Sell me your fucking Patreon scheme. <laughs> Fucking oh, hell. Well. <clears throat> All right. Sign up to dear. Yeah. All right, thanks, everyone. All right, Take TTFN. Good luck in Brighton. See ya. Cheers. Bye. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.